Hey, you guys, welcome back to Black Canvas. On today's episode, we're going to talk about the power of believing in yourself. I want you guys to think of these next three questions and be able to answer it on your own time. The first question is, how do you define success? What image do you want others to have of you? What do you really want to do with your life? For many individuals growing up or experiencing tragedies or negative experiences, or if you were on the other end of the spectrum and you had positive energy and people supported you, the power of believing in yourself is so magical and it can actually transcend the way we feel. And I always like to talk about success defining yourself because success can be relative for some and for others it can just mean that I was able to succeed at a task or I was able to build something in my life. But our definition of success definitely can dictate what we believe and how we believe. But we have to also remember that self-love isn't easy. And I always like to talk about self-love and relating that to our belief system. Because if you don't love yourself or you have a hard time loving or liking yourself, it's going to be really difficult for you to like other things that we actually experience or people that we surround ourselves with. So I really want us to talk about the power of believing in ourselves. And I'm going to give you guys some key phrases and statements and things that we can talk about to be able to determine if we're able to find that belief system within ourselves. So the first thing I would like to share is important for us to be authentic. Um, I'm a very transparent person. Um, Everyone who knows me knows that I do like to share how I feel. And I think being direct can be really important, but also knowing that being direct doesn't mean being rude. Being direct means that I'm able to look someone in the eyes, to talk to them in an assertive manner, and also to be my true authentic self, which helps us hopefully to build lasting relationships. When we're able to be authentic and to share our experiences and the things we've gone through that have been positive and negative, it helps people to understand that this person is actually someone I want to get to know. And when you believe in yourself enough to just be authentic and not care and just let your hair down and if people judge it, they judge it. If they don't, they don't. But that you realize that, hey, I don't have to judge it the same way anymore. It helps you to build a lasting relationship with yourself first. And that helps you to then be able to understand others and build that relationship with people who do actually have your best interests at heart. I think it's also important, you guys, for us to discover your passions. Now, we all have things that we have been passionate about, but having an actual passion that I discovered means that I'm looking for it. I attain it, and I'm actually able to do something with it. I always like to call it like my magical treasure box. Like when you think of a treasure hunt that people are looking for something like the gold at the end of the map. But the great thing is that when you're discovering yourself, the gold is actually us and that we don't have to look for it in other people. But if I can actually know this is a passion, this is something I love to do. This is something that helps me to get up each morning and to feel great about myself. That's why I love doing these podcasts is that it gives me a chance to realize that someone hopefully is going to hear this and it will change their life or will give them some insight or encouragement to do something on their own and not wait for others to do it for them. Or to know that, you know, if only one person hears it and they're touched and they learn something, that's all that matters. And discovering our passions means that we have to know what are things that we love to do, that we like to do, that we are passionate about. But also, what can I do to improve upon even the things that I've done? 
So when you think of, let's use an example of a counselor in a career, if that's a career someone has chosen, you have to learn more and more techniques and learning different, you know, forms of addiction if you work in that field. You have to also be able to know how to communicate with each person. If you're a coach, let's say if you coach basketball or football or whatever sport, you have to discover if that's a passion, you're going to spend long nights researching and being able to come up with different plays and being able to communicate with different players in different ways and meeting them at where they are. So discovering a passion in life, no matter if it's writing, reading, dancing, cooking, you have to know what those passions are, but you also have to be passionate about that passion. And that means that I have to get up and realize that this is something that helps to motivate me, but this is something I want to do for either the remainder of my life or something I want to do for an extended period. And I have to have that feeling attached with the behavior. The next one I think will be really helpful, you guys, in the power of believing in yourself is to actually examine your own thoughts. Now, this, I know in my brain, sometimes I'm like, I don't know if I want to go up there and examine because I always have a lot of things I'm doing or things I need to navigate in my life. But examining your thoughts means that maybe I can actually do one of two things. I can be able to slow down to be able to understand, articulate what those words or feelings mean. And I can also, in examining my thoughts, be able to share with someone I can trust and say, hey, is this a good idea? Is this something you would do in this situation? That's where we get feedback from others. And feedback is so important when we're trying to believe in our own judgment, because if someone can reinforce that you're on the right page, those thoughts and feelings can definitely put us on the right page. So I always say examining my thoughts means I have to have power over my mind. And when I can actually control the on and off switch with my mind and know when I can turn off and turn it on, it helps me to believe better in the decisions I'm actually making. Our next one is to take small steps to change. I don't believe in going into things really quickly without actually researching, understanding, being able to talk to others, as I just mentioned, examining my thoughts, but also taking a small step means that I don't have to take a giant leap into something that may or may not be beneficial for me. So the biggest example of that is if you see someone who maybe is thinking of starting a new business and they don't really do the research to know about interest rates or to understand about the startup costs or just to be aware of if I'm going to go in with a partner or do it by myself or, you know, how long the longevity of that career was this something I want to do for the next 20 years. It's kind of like buying a house, right? Um, you want to make sure that you're researching everything about it before you sign your name on a dotted line. Because a lot of times our thoughts are very similar. When we can take a smaller step, then we actually can get to a better place in our lives. So anyone who's in recovery, if you have a sponsor, you know that a sponsor is going to work the steps with you. It's not the actual um, job of the addict themselves to decide where, what step we're going to work, where we're going to go. And if you are struggling with addiction and you're telling your sponsor what to do, then you're off to the wrong step. Um, you have to be able to be pretty much like a sponge to be able to absorb what you're hearing, but also to be able to apply those steps and actually change your mindset and changing your mindset helps you to change your life. So taking small steps can be used in many different facets of life. But I think that when we can actually learn and take a small step, that when we actually make bigger steps, they won't feel as big. It'll be something that almost becomes a part of our life and we become accustomed to making those decisions. Um, and the last part I want to talk about in the power of believing in yourself 
is to write out your goals. I think that it's not only therapeutic for you to write out your goals, but it's an opportunity for you to reexamine your thoughts and to even at times to clear your mind and to be able to control your decisions. I'm going to repeat that again. It's important for you guys to be able to do it for therapeutic purposes, but it also gives you an opportunity for you to reexamine your thoughts, to clear your mind, and to control your decisions. I think that when we talk about making progress in our lives, a lot of people strive for perfection or they strive to do everything just the next right way where that may or may not be the best thing for them. And when we think of goals, there's short-term and long-term goals we can set for ourselves. But when I can actually map it out and re-examine and look at it and be able to clear my mind from that negative self-talk and to be able to control what I put in front of me, what I choose not to do, what I choose to do in my life, then I'm actually making progress in my decision-making. And this is so vital for us to get to that place of acceptance. Acceptance is key. It's really important in believing in yourself. Also, surrounding yourself with positive people, places, and things. It's so important for us to do that, you guys. Remember that there are some people who are not going to want to see you progress in your life, and they may try to pull you down, but they don't have that control. The great thing about life is that if you sit back and you can survey your surrounding and to see what you're surrounded with, who those people are that may or may not have that same potential, the same thoughts that you have, and they're looking to tear you down, remember, that's their battle, not yours. And you don't have to allow what other people say or for what they have done to change who you are. And anyone who knows me, I am very direct on that, that I'm going in my road to my journey in life and I'm going to succeed in the things that I do because I put that in my mind and I recite it and I actually share it with others. And I try to instill that in people I know and telling them that it's okay to be confident and not cocky. It's okay to say, this is what I've accomplished and this is what I continue to do in my life. But I will not allow someone to jump on that train with me if they're not going to be going in the same direction I'm choosing to go. So it's okay when you make your next stop to sometimes let people off and to move forward in your own goals, because that's when you know you have defined your own level of success. And that's when you know you're starting to get to the point of loving yourself for who you are. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode on the power of believing in yourself please make sure that you continue, as I like to do myself, to journal and also to write down positive affirmations using I statements to define who you are and redefine your purpose is going to help you to believe in yourself and to actually build a lasting relationship with you. I hope you guys continue to have a great rest of your week and let's remember to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. Oh, yeah.